As always, it's so good to be with you. How are we doing, church? Man, I tell you what, what a wonderful time it is. I do have to tell you this. I've been under the weather this week, so uh, I'll keep my distance from you today. It's hard for me to do, but I sure you don't want to catch anything for Christmas, right? Well, no, we don't want to do that, do we? Well, are you ready for Christmas? That's a good question, isn't it? Ah, I see some heads going up, some going to the left and right. Yeah, it's a big time, isn't it? Um, but I recently spent some time reflecting upon the joys of Christmas past. Now, the most exciting thing to me about Christmas, I have to tell you that first of all, was laying under the Christmas tree and looking up into the tree. I loved it. I loved it. Now, it's interesting. I grew up in the mountains. So when it was time to get a tree, you didn't go buy a tree. You went out and cut a tree. You know, you lived in the mountains. And because there weren't a lot of pine trees, you had a cedar tree. I remember the first time I brought a cedar tree home after I was married. The wife said, what is this? <laughs> is it a pine tree? It's a cedar. I didn't know there was anything but cedar trees for Christmas trees. They smelled so good. You, 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 I love the smell of cedar. You could just lay under there and smell that cedar and look at those lights and just dream all you wanted. Oh, it was a great time. Then there's Christmas morning. Yeah. The earliest memory I have of Christmas morning was when I came down and there under the tree was a tricycle, a red tricycle. Oh, I was about four. Oh, I was so excited. I had more joy in my life. You know, that's one thing I've learned about children. They're teaching me this. When we have our schoolmates. The younger ones have joy. A lot of them have a lot of joy in their life, see. And that's how I felt. When I got that, when I got that tricycle, man, I was full of joy. Look at you. Y'all are beaming right now, aren't you? I was full of joy. I, can, I was mobile now. I had a tricycle. I could go places. Well, after a while, it wore off. The joy went away. I wasn't satisfied. I wanted something else. I wanted something to go faster. So what I did, and some of you here did, you ever heard of the Sears Christmas Wish book? Ah, look at you. You're telling your age now. Oh, we didn't have internet. You had a catalog, man. And you'd thumb through. I'd spend hours looking through that catalog. Oh, it was, there was so many toys in there. It was so hard for me to decide, what am I going to ask Santa to give me? But I came up with something. You know what it was? A scooter. Red scooter. Man, I could go fast on that thing. I, I think it's interesting. <laughs> I shared the, the, uh, my brother down in Middlesbrough. He, he listens to the homily. He texted me this morning and he said this. I was so jealous when you got that scooter and I got a talking bug's bunny. <laughs> I never knew that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Isn't that something? Oh, I love that scooter. 
man, I could, I could just kick it and whoo, I'd take off. I'd be flying. But you know what? After a while, the joy went away. Sort of faded out on me. I wasn't satisfied. Now I wanted something else. I wanted something to go faster. I wanted something to go further. I didn't, at this point, I was old enough that I didn't have to confine myself to the yard. So now I could go down the street, and back in those days, we didn't even lock our doors at night. Back in those days, you could go down the street and not worry about being accosted. That's pretty good, wasn't it? Oh, I love that bicycle. You know what I liked about that bicycle? The handlebar grips. It had streamers coming out of them. Oh, man, when I was flying, those, those, those streamers were moving and rolling. I felt like a million dollars. You all can relate to this, can't you? Yeah, it was nice. Well, eventually I want something to go faster. Go further, wasn't it? That what I wanted? So this time I went to the Montgomery Ward's Christmas catalog. You remember that one? No, it wasn't as nice as the Sears. But it was nice. There's a lot of toys in there to look at. And there it was. A bicycle. Oh, I wanted that bicycle. Oh, I was excited about that bicycle. You know what my dad told me? Because when Christmas came, that bicycle was under the tree. You know what he told me? He said, Santa stopped at Montgomery Wards and got that bicycle for you before he came to your house. Oh, I was so excited. I was so filled with joy. But you know, the joy started to fade away again. I wasn't satisfied. Eventually, I wanted something to go faster, further, and was cool. Now I wanted something else to go on top of it. You know what I got? A Sears motorcycle. It was a Sears motorcycle. I looked it up on the internet. I was so, it was so interesting. There it was. I said, that's it. That's the one I got. Sure enough, there it was. You know, it's not fun riding, uh, riding in the rain when you go on a motorcycle, is it? I needed something else, didn't I? But I wanted that motorcycle then. I, so that I could be cool. See, my buddies, they had motorcycles. I was the last one to get one. But mine was twice the size of theirs. Oh, I could run circles around them. Oh, I felt so important. But after a while, like I shared with you, I want something faster. Something to take me further. Something even cooler. You know what I got? A 1968 Red Barracuda. Yeah. That car had 305 horses in it. That's a lot of horses. 
eight-cylinder, beautiful. Man, I felt cool. I only paid 500 for it. You know what? It never worked. <laughs> I wanted it, though. I wanted it so bad, I didn't care. You know, I spent more time working on that car than driving it. I was silly. But I was filled with joy. I was so happy when I got it, but I learned how to be a mechanic. <laughs> you know, that's before they had all those computers in them. Well, you could work on a car. You could lift up the hood and you could work on it. Then it started to lose its luster. And I finally, my bucket list for transportation started, my joy in what I was going to get started to get smaller now. You know what I wanted in the next car the, and the ones after that for a while? One that would run. <laughs> I didn't have to worry about breaking down on the road. My mind did that all the time. One that would carry kids and dogs and boxes. That's what I was looking for. Now, I'm thinking about my last car. I'm going to get one more car. Now listen to this, what I want in this car someday. It works. It's safe. It's got good quality. And it'll last me till I kick the bucket. That's what I want in a car. So, but you know what, looking back at that list, the thing that brought me the most joy was that tricycle. Oh, that tricycle. But how things changed after that. The joy of that, but it was fleeting. You ever experienced that? You know, the joy sort of, you get it excited about something, the joy sort of fades away or it gets diminished kind of thing. Well, you know what I did? I said it's time to go on to bigger and better things. Cars don't really do it for me. <laughs> Just wanted to run. That's all I care about. Cars really don't do it for me anymore. So what did I do? Well, I started looking for bigger and better things. Like what? Money. I wanted more money. Never was satisfied. Wanted more money. Um, I wanted a house. My first house cost, it was $300 a month. Interest rate was close to nothing. You know what? I was unhappy with that house within a year and had bought one twice that size because I was an engineer and I thought I was the up and coming, you know? And uh, my house payment doubled and interest doubled and I realized, boy, you made a mistake. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Of the roof would leak on it. Career. Oh, I want to go bigger and better. See, when I was an engineer, well, I got to go to graduate school, get my MBA. 
Well, that's what I did. Because I want to be the CEO. NBA CEO, you know, all these terms. Oh, I was excited about that. But then after a while, that sort of wore off too. Well, then I was a Southern Baptist pastor. You know what I wanted to do? I wanted to be president of the Southern Baptist Convention. But I made a good one. He's a Catholic. Oh, God, they would have thrown me out. <laughs> you ain't got no place here, no business here, buddy. Uh, then I became a Catholic priest. But I didn't want to be a pope. Because I knew they wouldn't let me be. So many things I pursued. But what was happening as I was going through life, all these things that I thought were important, all these things that I thought really meant something, it was getting smaller and smaller and smaller. Because I realized they don't. And one day, I pulled out my list. I had one thing on that list. <clears throat> Just one. You know what it was? This guy. That was the only thing on my list. He brought joy. So I tried to analyze that. Why would he bring me joy? After a while, it made perfect sense. Jesus is infinitely beautiful. Do you know he's God? You know, he has so much beauty that you could never fully grasp all of it. He's infinite. There's always more beauty to discover about God. Another thing is, is he's infinitely good. This guy never disappoints. He has never, ever, ever disappointed me. And I know there's so much more goodness that goes with him. And the other thing which I think is the most important thing, he's infinitely loving. He's loving. I can't plunge into the depths of God's love. I'm going to tell you something. I've been in the pit like you have, or you will be someday. We all go in the pits. You know what I found when I was in the pit, when I was in the, up to the mud to my eyeballs? Him. There he was. What was he doing there? Loving me. And you know what? If it had been quicksand and I was 10 feet deeper than that, there he'd be again. You cannot outlove this guy. You can't. Now, you may be saying to yourself, that's not my Jesus. <laughs> my Jesus, you know, oh, no, that's not my Jesus. He disappoints. He's not all loving. My Jesus isn't all good. He's not infinitely beautiful. You know what I want to say to you? Where did you leave him? Here's what we do. 
Now, I've been wanting to talk particularly to this group today because you're younger and you can do something about it. Here's what we do. Will you hold Jesus for a minute? All right, you got him? Then I go off and do something else. Maybe it's to pursue being a CEO. Then after a while, I hit so many walls, I realized, hey, this is stupid. I need to go back to Jesus. <clears throat> so I go back to Jesus. Ah, oh, I feel good, and I keep walking down the road a little bit. Ooh, what's that over there? You hold Jesus. I want to go pursue that. I'll go off to that. I'm looking for Jesus over here. You know what? I hit a wall. Boom. And I realize this really is not where it's at. Now, I'm speaking to you younger adults today who have more sense than me. Don't do that. I know what it's like to be consumed with wanting something, desiring something, and then to find out in the end it just doesn't deliver. But it takes years to do. Don't be that way. I, I thought about it. I would never call you this, but I could call myself this. Don't be stupid. Where are you, Jesus? Now, the lady this morning I gave to, she wouldn't give it back. <laughs> I like that. I said, I like you. I like you a lot. This is the only thing that will satisfy you. Whatever you're searching for today, whatever you're looking for today, this is it. Don't be stupid like me. Or St. Augustine. St. Augustine? What's one of the, the famous sayings of St. Augustine? Late have I loved you, old ancient of days. What does he mean? He didn't figure it out till he got older. And boy, when he did, he realized there wasn't anything else, and he regretted it. He said, all those days I could have been with him, but I was pursuing other things. Late have I loved you, old ancient of day. Don't be stupid. Please don't. Make God number one in your life. Study about God and his greatness through his scriptures, through the traditions of the church, through the saints who walk close to him. Receive the sacraments. Receive, rely heavily upon his grace. Don't make the mistake God did. And what you will find is joy. Joy that's in, as the scriptures say, inexpressible. Inexpressible joy. And it's a joy that I have in my heart today. 
that I know that when I get from the day of the, the big challenge comes for me, that the big challenge is when you pass from this life to the next, what that feels like. I'm going to have joy. I'm going to have joy. God bless you. I love you. Now let us stand as we profess our wonderful life-giving faith. I believe in one God.